0: And you have to make the time and even if it's 30 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes in the morning and another 30 minutes in the afternoon make the time to at least plan out what you need to do for the week and make a schedule have a dedicated schedule of the day that you need to work on or in this case for me to record my podcast
1: Welcome to the No More Reasonable Doubt podcast. In season two of this podcast, it's made to help black professionals start passion projects so they can expand their impact in the world and at work. In each episode, you can expect an interview with a black professional who has a nine to five just like you. And they've also launched a passion project into this world you'll also get episodes with specific topics and lessons to help you move that passion project forward. I'm your host and fellow passion project starter, Mike Ambassador Bruni. Let's start the show. Today, our special guest is Miss Sherry L. Welcome to the show.
0: Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi, Mike. Hey, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us on the No More Reasonable Doubt show we're really excited to have you and learn more about you, your passion project, and what you got going
0: on. Yay! I'm honored to be here. I'm very, very, very honored to be here. Um, I am learning. I have learned over the last couple of years to just do things and not second-guess it. And this is one of the things that I'm doing without second-guessing it. And I'm, in, I'm, I am, I'm elated to see where this goes. Um, awesome. I think we're gonna have a great interview.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, first of all, the people I have to know is that we both have Caribbean backgrounds. I didn't tell you this, but we both have Caribbean ah. backgrounds. So you mentioned Jamaica. Me, I'm a guy. I'm, 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 I'm a Haitian guy. So my, hey. my parents are from Haiti. Hey. So. Hey. 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 so I think we're going to have a lot of fun because I'm also someone who's very much in tune with music. So you never know when stuff might, might jump out. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. So, I got that dance hall hey, in me, man. I'm a bronze girl.
0: I'm a Bronx girl.
1: <laughs> so, so, I have some very vivid uh, memories of, of, uh, of, of dance hall, man. So, having a good time. Ah. My, my time I spent in, in Jamaica and my love for stone love and things of that nature. Hey. Uh, so, first thing I'm going to ask you what do you currently do for full time work?
0: I am in the hair industry, I am a cosmetologist which means I slay hair and I help men and women, primarily women, feel more beautiful about themselves, especially those who wear their natural, pinky, corally, textured hair.
1: Um, you know, I, I just couldn't help touch my, my hair when you said that. <laughs> I just couldn't help touch my hair when you said that. So talk to us. Yes. What, what is your passion project and how long has it been in existence?
0: Okay, so my passion project is my podcast, which is the Millennial Walk podcast with Miss Sherry. I have been doing it for one year, actually January, and actually, oh, about a little bit over a week will be my one-year anniversary of my first episode that I uploaded awesome. for publishing. Um, that's a little nerve-wracking because I didn't think I would have a podcast in the first place, Um but it is my baby. It's my podcast. And I have grown a lot. 2020, although, I, I mean, a lot of us didn't know that 2020 was going to be that type of year. Um, it gave me a lot of perspective. And for the content that I do have for the podcast and the audience that I have, it was necessary. It was very, very necessary to start. Um, and I'm grateful that I did. And it's just, it's just been a total blessing. Um just to have the the content and and the individuals that I've been able to interview and co-host with me um, and to share their perspectives from a Christian millennial standpoint.
1: Great. Is it so one of the things that that my audience likes to know is about it's around monetization. Is this a project that is currently monetized?
0: Not yet. Okay. Um, i I am you know to be honest with you, Monetizing it wasn't something that was an actual goal because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on having a podcast in the first place because I, that's the idea of talking to myself, so very weird. (laughs) Because that's how, that's sometimes that's how you feel when you're talking, you know, if you don't have a co-host, um, that's how you feel. You, you, you feel as if you're just babbling on for 20 to 30 minutes, but, like I said, the way 2020 panned out and all of the civil unrest and the climate of the country just went through so many tumultuous changes. It was necessary. And then I said, okay, well, the app that I use, which is Anchor, shout out to Anchor FM, um, has the option for monetization. So I said, well, you know what? Whatever happens to it happens. And if I get to a point of being monetized, which I actually I actually have. Money in the bank from the app because the more listeners and then people can donate and everything. So I do have some money in there, but not to a full blown monetization. Uh, uh, I haven't reached the criteria as of yet, but I have gotten donations from my listeners for in support of the podcast. Oh, it's
1: beautiful. It's beautiful. The only reason why I ask that is because um, sometimes people are wrestling with that. Or sometimes it's just important for people to hear. Say sometimes people are saying that this is really a heart-centered thing I'm doing. It, it didn't necessarily have any money involved. Or hey, I'm, it's um, it may transition into that, but it doesn't have to at all. And right. what you're doing is is gonna it's gonna bless someone. What you're saying yeah. about what you're saying That's about getting donations. You know, there's someone who wanted to start a project, but they didn't even consider that as an option. So thank you for sharing, a, for sharing that part, and, right?
0: And I think I think it's important um I think it's important to just discuss because when you're doing something with genuine intention and you're doing something from the purest of your heart and you're not money is not the goal of it. Of course, you know, we don't want to work for free and we want the things that we do to have some type of yield, but and but the flip side to that is not everything has to yield or has to have a goal of money because what you're doing and the inspiration that you're giving and maybe the nuggets of thought and truth and concepts and sharing of the stories with from people that may not have a voice, um, the interviews that you do, the questions that you ask, the answers that you get, the people who are going to listen, the audience, the audience and the ears that you may reach that you may, that you may not have thought that you could reach people who may listen that you don't even know, listen, um, that is, that will bless you more, honestly, in my, in my opinion, than having money or doing it with money as a goal, because the money can come and go. You can right. get some today and then you can use it for something and then it can be depleted. You can get a bunch of donations today and then not get any donations tomorrow. Um, and then that can just, raise your blood pressure it can be so nerve-wracking because you're trying (laughs) to figure out you're trying to figure out what went wrong and all that kind of stuff but when you do something genuine and when you do something from your heart and you do something with the intention of blessing people it will come the matter in which it comes you're not in control of most of the time anyway
1: you may not always
0: know and you may not know and word of mouth in any type of marketing from what i have seen especially in the era of social media word of mouth and also for me as someone in the hair industry, word of mouth, word of mouth is number one.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Now, you started to touch a little bit on this. The next question I want to ask you is, you know, every superhero has an origin story. They had a way <laughs> that they came to be. So I want to hear about, you know, how did your podcast come to be? You know, were, were you were you sitting somewhere and and uh, it, 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 something happened and you're like, you know what? We, we, need this. we need this right now. Talk to us about your origin story.
0: Ah, so it was the fall of 2019.
1: <laughs> I like um, the way it started.
0: <laughs> actually, I do, I was randomly doing questions on Facebook, on my, per, on my personal page. And I would just do a whole bunch of different discussion topics, things that happened in the media or just globally, worldwide, the U.S. Um, back home in Jamaica Caribbean wherever whatever it is especially as it's tied to either being Christian being a millennial um, or dating and relationships so I had a, quite a few people come to me and message me or text me and say hey you know based on your Facebook I think you should like you sh- you should start a blog and I said a blog like do you guys understand how much work goes into a blog sorts of look nice and the content and coming up with stuff and the writing and keeping it engaging and being consistent because with blogs and anything that you do you have to, you have to remain consistent um, and I said no I don't, think, I don't think a blog is for me I had other people come and tell me you know you should write for a radio show like, um, like a column or like asking, answering questions from the crowd or from the audience or people who write in and I said I don't know about that that might i mean me writing you know i don't i don't know i don't know about writing i don't know if i have time to do that and then i do an annual fast um every year just just to kick off my year for the month of january and so january 2020 i prayed and i said i was praying about it and i said okay god well if this is something that you want me to do i need some type of confirmation that this is something that you want me to do because I don't want to just step out and start this whole thing and it's not in your plan and it's not something that is gonna be fruitful or or the content or whatever it is. Should I do should I do something for my Christian millennials? Should I do something for, you know, our black community in regards to bridging the gap or having the conversations about dating and relationships and our family dynamics and how all of that ties into us as millennials. And I kept on getting things that confirmed the Christian millennial part mm-hmm. about what it's like being 30 plus and being Christian, especially in this current climate, when you have so many people having different belief systems and, you know, maybe even walk away from the church, having church hurt. Um, how do you feel being black and Christian in 2020? Like that was the big reigning overarching um, topic that kept on coming into my head. And I had somebody come and tell me you are going to start a podcast and it's going to be about this. Okay. And it was, yes. And I'm not a, I'm not a person who is very big on like prophetic word and, you know, looking up prophets and, oh my God, hanging on a prophet's word or anything. This person is not a prophet. It's actually a girlfriend of mine. And she came to me. We were just having a random conversation. And she said, you know, you're going to have a podcast. I don't know when you're going to start it and I don't know what it's it's going to be about. But in the conversations that we've been having, I think it should be about being a Christian millennial. And it was the exact same thing I had been praying praying for God about. And I said, well, there goes the confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it, you know, because it was too random it was such a random suggestion for it to be coincidental.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, we just have to pay attention to things like that. So I said, okay, well, this is what, this is, this is what, this is what it's going to be. And I started it. I did 20 episodes for 2020 and I was very inconsistent. Um, and that was the one thing I learned. I said, oh, God, like, how do, I, how do I come up with the topics? How do I come up with the content? What do I utilize? Who do I utilize? But everything just started to flow. And I, and I was grateful that it was such a slower time for 2020. And it wasn't such hustle and bustle because yeah. we were in quarantine and we had time to rest and we had time to think for the most part. Um, those who were pretty much, you know, not in distress more so in a way. And we had time to just kind of relax a little bit. Some people got vacation and some people, you know, Mm -hmm. had, were able to do time off or just working from home was less stressful because they were, they didn't have to travel for an hour, hour and a half each day going back to work. Simple things like that that we took advantage of. Um, and so that was it. it. I, I said, okay, well, here we go. Let me figure out what to use. I had a girlfriend of mine who, already had a podcast and she was using anchor and she said, you know, it's really easy. I'm also a co-host for a podcast that we use anchor. So mm-hmm. I said, well, I'll just use anchor. I already, I'm already familiar with it. And then it's, you know, the way that they have the app is very simple. It's very simple to use. It's very user friendly. Um, and that was it. Started January 2020.
1: So you, you, meant, thank you for sharing that. You, you mentioned that you were a co-host for a podcast. So I'm assuming that's before you started your own.
0: Yes. So that is before okay. I started my own. Um, I'm a co-host for another podcast called Cocktails with Kia and Friends. And it's for women. I and mean, sometimes we have guest hosts and everything. But it's for women just having discussions about things that we need to do talk about in regards to the Black community um, growing up in America or being of Caribbean descent or being from farming. because one of the girls is Nigerian. Um, so that transition, everything that you can think of, we have talked about it, sex, relationships, growing up in church, um, the, the phase of life that you're in now in your 30s and maybe having children and then taking care of your parents, all of those, everything you can think of, we have discussed. Or Mm. will be discussed, and we're coming up on two years. That's beautiful.
1: So one thing that this is a um, this is a thread in some of the interviews and some of the podcast episodes I've had, and it is the the kind of using skills that you already have. Yes. You know, like using using skills that you have as part of the path to the thing that you are looking to. To create, because you mentioned right. someone did say blog. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know what it <laughs> takes. To, you know, but the podcast, it wasn't a hundred percent new, right? Because you could at least say, well, I'm doing it with a couple other people. I've right. I have a sense of at least something about it. So, so that's awesome. Now, one of the things that that people run into is that is they get to a a point right before they start, where there's this hesitation. And I wanted to know, was there a point where you hesitated to start? And what got you over that hump? What got you over that hump?
0: Absolutely. 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 Because the hesitation came from fear. And fear of the unknown and fear. Okay, thank you. Fear of the unknown. Um, Fear of whether it's going to be successful. Fear of, if people are going to listen to it, fear of how to market it in a sense, because you know, you're not just going to only put it on Anchor. You're going to want people to see it. How are they going to know about the episodes? Or am I going to do it visual? Am I just going to keep it through the app? Am I going to just going to do recording? Um, fear of feeling like I didn't know what I was doing in regards to having a successful podcast because... I listen to other podcasts or I watch other podcasts, some that my friends have, some that are well known. And I'm like, I want it to look like that, but I have no idea how to get it there. because mm. I am not a tech savvy graphics designing person at all. Um I'm I'm semi I'm tech savvy with the phone. But when it comes to Photoshop or, or Final Cut Pro or anything like that, I have I have no idea. So mm-hmm. cutting and chopping and doing all of that type of stuff, it was very intimidating to me. Um, and thankfully, I had a, a friend of mine who said, "Well, you know, I can help you. I can help you if you want." And I said, "What? Oh my God, you have no—you know—you have no idea how much that would how much that would bless me because I, I I didn't know what I was doing." Um, But then also, because Anchor, I have to say, Anchor, like I said, is very easy to utilize. It's easy to chop and screw inside of the app if needed. But the fear is not knowing if it was going to be successful, not knowing if people are going to listen. And that causes a lot of self-doubt for me, naturally, because I psych myself out of doing things all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All the time. And I have to talk myself I have to talk to myself to get it done, especially if it involves any type of public speaking. And funny enough, I said in the beginning of 2020 that I was going to overcome my fear of public speaking or, and start physically networking. So I can utilize social media all day. But going to networking events and pitching and all of that kind of um, marketing tactics and techniques scared the living gay life out of me I never knew why because I can talk <laughs> but it's just talking in front of people but the podcast is it's personal but it's still impersonal I'm talking to someone but I don't have to see them and that allowed me and that made me remember that I can do this and there's a there is a audience of people especially young people who need to know that they're you guys are not alone in however it is that you're feeling And that allowed me to get over the hump and the fear of the hesitation and everything that came along with that.
1: Thank you for that. I I, I hear, I hear the talking yourself into it. I also hear the who am I here to serve? Like who is this really here to serve? Or, or even the flip side, who will not be served if I don't do that?
0: Right. Who exactly?
1: Okay. And you, you. you
0: want that on your head.
1: So you started your podcast in an interesting time. One question that I'd like to ask, I'm gonna ask it, the answer may be a little bit obvious um, nowadays, <laughs> but one of the things I find that people run into uh, when it comes to starting their own uh, passion projects mm-hmm. is, is not having the time or not making the time. Um, they may have work, in some cases they may have family, so there's so many other things that are pulling on them. So the question I'll, I'll ask is, how did you make time? And I think you kind of answered it, but I'm going to ask you in it anyway. How did you make time for this project?
0: You have to literally make the time. You have to carve it out. The same way you may carve out time to exercise or you carve out time to even eat a meal, which is necessary for life. Um, you carve out time to spend with your kids if you have them or with your pets. Or with your loved one, with your spouse, you have to carve out time to plan and to execute whatever it is that you're doing. And yes, you're going to be tired. Yes, you're going to feel like there's not enough time in the day. But, you know, I often think about people like Beyonce. (laughs) And I think about, you know, people who do have a lot going on. And they make it work. Granted, they have help to, to make their day go a little bit smoother. But they still have the same 24 hours in a day and we just have to make the time. Does that mean that some days you may you may wake up in the middle of the night, which most creative that I know, we all do the same thing. We, go, we end up going to bed early, especially in the 30s, because, you know, our sleep schedules are not the same. We are not spring chickens anymore, and we can't go 18 hours <laughs> straight up and then crash for a few hours and then get up and do it all over again. Our bodies need vitamins. So take your vitamins. Our bodies need sleep. Get some sleep. You need to drink your water. Um, and you have to make the time. And if, even if it's 30 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes in the morning and another 30 minutes in the afternoon, make the time to at least plan out what you need to do for the week and make a schedule. Have a dedicated schedule of the day that you need to work on or in this case for me to record my podcast. And once I did that, I wasn't flustered and doing things all over the place and I wasn't scheduling days here and scheduling days there. And because I am a hairstylist and because I am a single parent, I have to have the structure because my son needs the structure. Mm.
1: How old is I your son, to, if you don't mind me asking?
0: He'll be seven in February. So he's still very young. Oh,
1: yeah. So yeah, I have a six-year-old, I have to, so I get it.
0: Exactly. So you have to make time for them. But he also understands that, you know, mommy has to go to work. And then when I have to record, he knows mommy is out, is do not disturb for about an hour, hour and a half. But I always make sure I spend time with him before, and I try to make my episodes later in the evening around the time that he just has to bathe and eat and go to bed. And luckily I have help with that. Um, but as long as I get that stuff done where I get him prepared for bed, he's fine. He's six. He can put himself to sleep for the most part. Um, but you just have to make the time and you have to schedule. I am, I am usually a go with the flow type of person, but when it comes to something that you need to be consistent with, you have to have a schedule and you have to make sure that you carve out the time and you stick with it. And if there's a change, of course, because if you're having co-hosts or you're having other people work with you, then you guys have to schedule that ahead of time so that they're also not inconvenienced as well.
1: Mm. The second thing that usually comes right with time, and you, you've touched on it some, is energy. You work, and I use nine to five use loosely, right? I use it, I use it very mm-hmm. loosely. But you work at nine to five they didn't take they didn't took about ninety five percent of your energy, and then uh uh-huh. now you come home you know you may have family duties and then you have this project that you're working on. How do you find renewed energy? Do you have any things that you do to to revitalize yourself?
0: I honestly take vitamins and drink my water. <laughs> I'm not a coffee person I'm not a coffee person at all um very very not, not often do I drink coffee. I can probably say I'll maybe drink coffee two or three times in a month, maybe. And that's Mm -hmm. a lot. So it's, it is really taking my vitamins, drinking my water and getting at least five to six hours of sleep. Usually if I do that, I'm a okay. Because if I go to bed early, like I said, with with the sleep schedule, I go to bed early a lot of the time I wake up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and I have ideas in my head and I just wake up jot them down. I might do a little bit of social media research or internet research and then I go back to bed. My work for the day is probably Mm done
1: because
0: I did it at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning but I I can also go back to sleep. That may not work for someone who once they wake up they're up and now they're sleep deprived for the rest of the day. So my suggestion is for everybody, especially if you're 30 and over, take your vitamins. Find the supplements that you need and take them daily, consistently. Drink your water as it helps to revitalize your body and flush everything out and exercise. Eat healthy and exercise. Um, even if you're just doing something at home and, or you need to switch up your diet just a little bit so that you can have the natural energy, to do the things that you need to do because being fatigued, especially coming coming, well, I was, I was going to say coming out of a quarantine but we're still spiking. I mean, we're right. in Florida, so um, but being in quarantine, a lot of us have put on weight, which have now made us a little bit less energetic or more fatigued and so we have to work around that. We may not be able to take off the weight as quickly as we, as we thought because our kids are home now. So we have, to figure out ways. we have to figure out ways to work around the new life that we have. And if taking your vitamins or eating a little healthier is going to help you do that, then you have to do what you have to do. Because aside from your passion project, you have your regular responsibilities of life as well that need your physical attention.
1: That's
0: and right. you have to figure out how to do that.
1: Thank you for that. Now, I've heard, and this has kind of been, this has been the case for me in the passion projects I've worked on, but I'm curious for you. You know, I've heard passion projects provide renewed confidence and new skills when it comes to people's day jobs. Has your passion project impacted the way you show up at your day job at all?
0: Actually, yes. I'm going to say yes, because it has kind of convicted me in being consistent about sharing the knowledge that I have and making sure that my clients understand how important their hair health is. Because I speak about it all the time, but really drilling it into their heads that hair health is important. You're being consistent because just like I have to be consistent with my podcast, they have to be consistent with the hair hair regimen, whether in the salon or at home. If you're not coming to see me, then you need to make sure that – if you're not coming to see me regularly, as we have already decided per client, then you have to make sure that you're keeping up with your, with your hair at home because it doesn't make sense for you to come to the salon. I spruce you up, give you all the treatments, and get your hair healthy, um, or on a path to being healthy, and then you, I don't see you for the next two to three months. You have now depleted everything I did and that you paid for. So consistency – and, of course, loving yourself and loving your hair and being nice to yourself and speaking good things to yourself. Um, for me, showing up physically and being alert and awake and just social has also transitioned into how I operate with the podcast mm-hmm. and reaching out to people, meeting new people, um, finding people to be, um, be a co-host for certain topics. It has all come around full circle.
1: Thank you for that. So there's someone out there listening to this recording right now. We're getting towards the end here. And they have something that they are passionate about, but they are on the fence when it comes to starting.
0: Don't Good. be on the fence. God.
1: I was just going to say, what bit of advice or guidance, guidance, words of wisdom would you provide to them?
0: Just do it like Nike just do it don't worry about do not worry about the naysayers do not worry about the support that you think you may get from your friends and your family because it may not come
1: Mm.
0: and that is something that even just being a a professional a beauty professional it does make you realize that some of your supports and some of your biggest supporters are not going to be your friends and your family it may be strangers and that's okay because the point is to reach out to strangers in the first place.
1: <laughs> <Nah>.
0: <laughs> the point is to reach people that you don't have access to normally. So it's okay. Um, do not allow what you think could happen, meaning the failures that you are going to have because revamping and rebranding and new ideas and new techniques and new marketing They're all gonna happen. They might not happen now, but they're going to happen. And it's okay. Failure is a part of success. The thing that we look at that we look at about celebrities or people who we think are successful, um, we oftentimes just see the good stories, especially if you're looking at social media. We see the good. Very rarely do people talk about the struggles and the times when they were in their valleys and their and when they felt alone and when they were exhausted and when they did quit or when they felt like they were going to quit or when they said, screw all this crap, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. It's not yielding any money. Um, I'm not, I'm not reaching the people that I thought I would, but it was just on the other side of that breaking point that you were going to get that. So keep it pushing every great person that we know had a breaking point. They had a point where they almost quit or where they did quit and they brushed themselves off and tried again. And they kept on trying and they kept on pushing and they kept on doing and they kept on reaching out to different people and they kept on researching. They kept on looking for people who were like them or looking for people who were doing the things that they wanted to do and studied those individuals. What is it that I need to do to get me where I need to be. And that could be something that you're doing for your face. that could be beauty, that can be farming, that can be business, that can be fashion. Because especially for fashion, there's so many people who are in the fashion world that you may not think you need to be a fashion designer. You may not think that you need to be a fashion stylist, but there's a group of people who would absolutely love your work. So do it. Like Nike, just do it, honestly. Um, do not allow fear to take you and hold you hostage Break free from the shackles of that. And I have a quote, I have a quote that I came up with last year and it's may your dreams never die because you were too afraid to live them.
1: Mm, That's beautiful.
0: Keep it pushing and you will be fine. Everybody who is supposed to be blessed by whatever thing you are going to do will be blessed by it.
1: That's it. That, that, that needed some breath. That needed some space to let it, mar- <laughs> it marinate for people. There's no words after that. You got you to let it marinate a little bit for the, for, the, for the people so it soaks in. You know? <laughs> so last question, uh, mm-hmm. at least let's say last self-serving podcast question is, are there any particular books that you found helpful along the Passion Project journey? Um, are there any things that come to mind one or one, you know, one to three, I used to tell people one book, but it'd be like only one, <laughs> but one to three, it, it, it may be a technical book, right? It may be a podcast book. It may be, and I'm going to use book very loosely actually now because of, of where we are now when it comes to getting information. Right. Um, right. And I'll say book and I'm using air quotes, finger air quotes right now.
0: Mine are books. They're all books. Um, you can find on Amazon or Kindle or somewhere on Google. Google. Google it. Um, The first one is the art of, of, I'm not going to say the curse word, but it's the art of not giving an F. Um, Absolutely love that book. (laughs) And it is not as vulgar as the title implies, but it's very, very good of working with your fear and working against it and reaffirming yourself, and talking to your, talking yourself out of the self-doubt that you have, and maybe even the anxiety that you're going to experience, or the anxiety that, or the anxiety that's being conjured up by your own fear. Um, The second book is Don't Settle for Safe, and that one is by Sarah Jakes Roberts, Bishop T.D. Jakes, his daughter, and that one was so good and that it was pretty much just talking about of course not settling for safe not being in that comfort zone having the confidence to achieve having the confidence of stepping out of your box or just stepping out across the line that you've drawn for yourself um those safe spaces that we have because your glory your blessing is on the other side of that you know the people and the people that you are needing to reach are on the other side of that, and you're not going to do that by keeping yourself in a box. And the last one is She Prays, which is a I think it's a 31, it's either 30 or 31 day journal, diverse, devotional journal. Mm-hmm. Those three
1: books. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. that that's gonna that's gonna change things for somebody out there. So where can the people learn more about what you're working on? Where do you want to send Okay, them? you
0: can you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, and the podcast is on all major podcasting platforms: Spotify, Google, Apple, and you can find me at the Millennial Walk Pod with my Sherry um, on any of those, and that is also my Instagram the millennial walk pod on instagram proper spelling for everything
1: yes well miss sherry l i really appreciate you taking the time to bless us with the information that you have and telling us your story it came through with what you're sharing what you were sharing somebody needs to hear this particular story someone was waiting to hear this particular story and I'm so glad that you shared it. Um, I'm so glad I was here to kind of bear witness um, and be able to share it with, with with some of my people too.
0: I'm grateful. I am honored and I have been blessed myself. Um, and I'm just praying that whoever is supposed to listen to it, whoever it reaches, that you take heed to the words and that you look intrinsically within yourself and just do it, whatever it is, Whatever it is that you're afraid of, whatever it is that, that is holding you back, whatever it is that you're talking to yourself negatively about, of, and especially in regards to the support, or maybe you don't feel like you have the resources, you have the resources because you've already been given the talent. Just do it.
1: Thank you. And you'll be fine. Thank you for that. We're going to end on that note. I hope you enjoyed that episode and found tremendous value in it. If so, don't keep it a secret. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Not so sure if you are passion project ready? Swing by nomorereasonabledoubt.com and book a free consultation session with me. Who knows? Maybe soon you'll be the next person I interview. This is Mike Ambassador Bruni for No More Reasonable Doubt. Remember, some dreams stay dreams and some dreams come true. I'm ready to be your guide. It's your move. Peace.